Today on Laura Lynn and Friends. The government of Canada is killing Canadians, and not just a few, and not just the terminally ill. Over 50,000. So far, 50,000. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the beginning of the very last days. Um, it is going to be spectacular as we see the downfall of evil. Is anything wrong, JT? Oh, the mic is rubbing. It's making noise. All is well? Everything good? Okay, you let me know if any more trouble. Um, I was there to see Tucker Carlson last night before I do. Uh, go on with that. I love to read from my dad's Bible. I saw, I was going through, and, and here is uh, my dad's picture. This was from his, um, his funeral and uh, where we honored this great man of God. And um, he, he was uh, just a, a blessing to me. So I love to open up his Bible, and he's underlined from the beginning to the end. And today I came to 1 Corinthians uh, verse uh, chapter 6, 1 Corinthians 6, two extraordinary verses that my dad underlined. And it's chapter 6, verses 2 and 3. Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world. <laughs> so whatever injustice we don't feel we're getting right now, let me tell you something, everybody. You want to make sure you're a saint so that you're one of the ones who get to judge the world. Oh, that's going to be fun. Okay. And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Wow. So we always say, oh, we don't want to be judgmental, you know, but in, in reality, God is going to cause us to be able to have the authority to judge the world. Then in verse 3, listen to this. <clears throat> know ye not that we shall judge <clears throat> angels. Know ye not that we shall judge angels. How much more things that pertain to this life. Wow. That's a fascinating scripture. My dad loves stuff about angels and God and eternity and what we have waiting. He absolutely loved it. So if I could put my share on there, JT, um, I will uh, let you know that it was uh, absolutely um, incredible night last night. And here we were with, what's that? Oh, night before last? Is it already? It just feels like last night. That's shocking. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so of course, uh, Danielle Smith was there and she was speaking. She kind of opened up for the crowd. And uh, then Tucker Carlson himself came on. What an absolute treat. Let me see if I can get you a shot here of, of the crowd. Because this crowd, oh my word. This was, uh, that was a bit early. Oh, sorry. Wow. I can, I totally know how to wreck things. Uh, look at that crowd. <clears throat> um, isn't that amazing? Look at that. Okay. Thousands and thousands, the fringe minority, the fringe minority showed up to see Tucker Carlson. And it was absolutely spectacular. Uh, he, he was riveting. And uh, so I have just, you know, my basic uh, Facebook page here. Look at all these people. People were just thrilled, absolutely thrilled. And we laughed. I mean, and, you know, the uh, then they did a sort of a sit down at the end of the night, which was really neat. Um, but... Jordan Peterson was the surprise guest in Edmonton. We didn't know we were going to get to hear from Jordan Peterson. And I got to tell you, obviously, this man is having some sort of um, experience where he's coming to a great understanding of who God is. 
And he used to love to do these videos regarding the Bible. My son actually turned me on to Jordan Peterson because my son was telling me, you know, you've got to see this guy because you love the Bible so much, mom. He, you know, unpacks all of these ancient stories from the word. Well, very clearly Jordan Peterson is experiencing something very deep, a personal coming to faith, a, uh, you know, an understanding of who God is. And so he was just an amazing, an amazing contribution to the evening. Now, for some reason, Conrad Black was defending Christia Freeland. And so it was sort of in response to this next clip of Tucker Carlson, where Tucker Carlson has a few things to say about Christia Freeland as well. Take a look. But the West is now facing a far slyer opponent, which is the feminine expression of fascism the Christia Freeland version of fascism. Yes, yes. And I know a lot about this because I knew Christia Freeland uh, when she you know, was a journalist at the Financial Times, whose name shall forever live in infamy for employing her. And I remember even then thinking, this woman is not bright at all. But boy, does she have high self-esteem. I don't think I've ever even seen, it's off, it's off the, I don't know what the self-esteem measurement scale is, the Richter scale, but her self-esteem was literally unassailable. It was bomb-proof. If a nuclear bomb dropped on your town, you could hide beneath Christia Freeland's self-esteem and live. There's like nothing you could do to shake it, nothing. No amount of evidence of her stupidity and wrong decisions and idiotic views could dissuade her from the core belief that she was awesome and you were not. And I kind of stood back in admiration. So I guess I shouldn't be totally shocked that she's helping to run and destroy your country. <laughs> you should have seen the crowd. I mean, thousands and thousands of people in Calgary, thousands of people in Edmonton. I mean, the, the fringe major, uh, minority showed up to just cheer Tucker Carlson on. And he said something, he said, you've got to be vocal about your thoughts. You have got to mock them because they are mock worthy. Let me tell you, uh, he's exactly right, because when David, and David Goliath is a bit of a theme through this show, and you'll see why when we uh, show Dr. David Speaker's presentation, but David and Goliath, do you know what David did? David spoke back to that giant, and he told the giant what was going to happen, and it wasn't pretty. He told the giant that he would be cutting off his head. Now, of course, that was physically in those days, and we don't mean that. Not at all. We mean emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, in any possible way that we can cut you off from leading our country. That is going to happen in the name of the Lord because you're evil. You're pure evil. You do not honor God. And of course, Soros is her, uh, is he her She's uncle or related or something? Yeah, yeah. She's spoken in the biography. I don't know. So uh, y'all are bad up at the top of the... Uh, you know, the, the political chain. At the, the, the political pyramid, here's, you know, Justin Trudeau, Christia Freeland, guess what? Boom, we're just gonna, like, it's all gonna come tumbling down. And Tucker Carlson encouraged us to speak back to this nonsense that has been happening to us. He, you know, he made that call where he said, we aired it, I think, uh, a couple days ago, but he said he was gonna show up uh, to liberate Canada. And you know what? I felt liberated. By the end of that night, absolutely loved him. Take a look at one more clip, uh, Tucker Carlson, on how the government uh, attacks your rights by hijacking the language of the gospel. This was cool. 
their attack on your rights, which is an attack on you and your children, is cloaked in the language of therapy, self-help, and compassion. You're doing this for the common good. Don't you care about the elderly? And of course, being a decent person, you care very deeply about the elderly and the weakest in your society, of course. So what you don't realize is you shuffle off to abandon another God-given right to a totalitarian government is that this is not being done on behalf of a marginalized group or the weakest among us or the elderly. They hijack the language of the gospel to crush the gospel. That's exactly what they're doing. Um, we're under attack and he's so right. He's so right. We're under attack. They want to take away our beliefs, our religion. They want to turn us into something we're not by calling us extremists. And um, I don't mind being considered a little bit extreme if it means that I'm not hot, uh, that I'm not uh, lukewarm regarding the gospel, but that I'm actually very excited about it and believe full wholeheartedly about my God. But um, the, the forces that be would like to see us done in. And I remember not too long ago that it was really sort of unusual that people in a big public place like this would talk about God. And yet, as we were before, thousands and thousands of people and joined in watching something, uh, Tucker Carlson and Jordan Peterson absolutely loved to talk about God and to share about all of this. And so it was interesting. And I was speaking with Maxime Bernier after the event, and I, I loved seeing him and, and uh, his team were there. And Maxime said, you know, they were talking about God. Lagalin, they were talking about God. And, uh, and they really were. It wasn't too long ago. It just wasn't really being done in Canada. And yet I think, I think Judo, uh, Justin Trudeau gave us a gift in that with the horror the horror show that we've had to live through, we've all sort of made some changes in our lives, turning back to God. One more clip, one more. Tucker Carlson comments on the kindness of Canadians, uh, including the CBC. And the other thing I love about Canada are the people, and I love the thing that other people mock Canadians for, which is their, their politeness. Their sort of Anglo commitment to never offending you no matter what, no matter how much they hate you. Even the CBC today, they were like sort of apologizing for calling me a Nazi, like, well, we'd love to have you on, but we have to have another meeting and uh, you know, we've got to do another segment on intersectionality. <laughs> and obviously, they know that I'm a racist because I don't believe in climate change and I'm not trans, because that makes sense. And that's the sum total of their entire programming schedule. Flip onto the CBC. Uh, by the way, oh, in breaking news today, you're a racist. Oh, eh? Yeah. Um, so obviously they're loathsome and bent on my destruction, but they're very polite about it. <laughs> and that's the thing about Canadians is we have been polite. You know, we've been called names. Uh, you know, of course we're racist because we don't believe in climate change. It makes complete sense. And I just appreciate Tucker Carlson's sense of humor, but also he's noting something to us that we're, we're a very polite bunch, and I don't know, I'm, I'm not sure that it's serving us well. I'm not sure that your silence at your workplace where, okay, I met a lady in the airport last night, lovely Arlene, beautiful lady, and it's so funny, she knows everything I know, she's, she's down with all of the information we've been getting, but she did not know who I was, 
And that's, that was surprising to me because generally if you're in the flow of the, you know, what's happened and the upset, you're on that side, you, you generally heard of me, you know, at some point, but she hadn't, and we had a wonderful uh, time talking, but she said, no one at my work knows. And in fact, if she ever kind of posts something a little bit controversy, controversial on her Twitter, her husband's like, there we go. Now the helicopters are coming for us. What are you doing? The, you know, we're going to be taken down. Now you're going to be arrested. Uh, and I, I said, listen, you got to show your husband my show because he's going to be at peace after that. You're going to be able to tell them that they're not coming to arrest you. They're coming to arrest her, Laura Lynn. <laughs> so thrilled, right? Uh, so, you know, um, we'll, we'll air the... Uh, Tucker Carlson also spoke about MAID in our country, M-A-I-D, and we'll air that maybe at the end of the show. I want to move to an incredible guest we have today. Let me tell you just a little bit about Dr. David Speaker. He is a molecular biologist and clinical epidemiologist with a passion for detection and surveillance of infectious diseases. He's a Canadian who completed a PhD on the detection and characterization of HHV-8, no idea what that is, under Professor Newell W. Johnson, CMG. This work led to the first HHV-8 quantitative PCR assay in Australia. This was used to successfully treat several patients by monitor HHV dot dash dot dot dash. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Is Dr. David Speaker, he's one of my favorite doctors and he has a speech impediment and I'm having a speech impediment today. So, all right, a viral load and treatment efficacy. Now, Dr. David Speaker has literally been shunned uh, cast aside because of his speech impediment. He is brilliant. He's loving. He's kind. Um, and he has done some incredible work to unveil what is actually in the vaccines. So I do have another, I just want to show everyone his, here it is, JT. He put out a paper, DNA fragments detected in monovalent and bivalent Pfizer bio Ntech and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines from Ontario, Canada. Investigation into eight Pfizer and 19 Moderna modified RNA COVID-19 vaccines from 12 unique lots, okay? They, they did a deep dive. They did their own investigation. Since we can't get the truth from Pfizer and Moderna, they took 12 unique lots, including the newly released Moderna spike vax, monovalent, XBB.1.5 booster. And they found some absolutely staggering things in this lab work. The kind of things that uh, put Pfizer and Moderna on alert that they have not done right by the people because something's in those vaccines that shouldn't be there. And because of Dr. Speaker's work, it is now available for us to see. That was his substack that I, I just uh, showed you there, Courageous Truth. But I want to now go to his presentation where he told Canada what's going on. Take a look at this. And so with that, I want to invite up Dr. David Speaker. So David Speaker is a great Canadian virologist. They said that Laura Lynn really didn't want him to speak today because he has a speech impediment. Well, guess what? These misinformation gurus provided misinformation because he's here. And God has anointed this man 
for such a time as this. And he may have a speech impediment, but he's got a message that you need to hear. So I'll just finish up with this. Goliath, watch out, because here comes David. Byram. Wow. I have been attacked. I've been picked on for how I talk. I've, I've even been told to, to um, leave science because it's not for me. And some folk have even told me, do not do this science. It's too big of a risk and will impact my jobs, my, my prospects, my angles. I have lost five jobs during the pandemic and I'm still fighting because this is worth fighting for. Next slide. Who here in the past week has heard about DNA fragments found in the COVID vaccines. This is my science, my work, my lab work. It, it, it. In the, the past week, it's, it's been seen almost 100,000 times and downloaded 8,000 times. So I am David. And Pfizer and the big farmers are Goliath. I've lost five jobs. I've been put down. All of these experts and, and champions have talked and spoke up. I've talked some, but this is my time. And, and this is my little pebble and I've made it hit hard. Because based on this, there are senators and, and lawyers set to um, bounce on Health Canada and the FDA. Next slide. One key point. We've all been told inside the lipid nanoparticles is just a small piece of mRNA. And that's it. It's harmless, it's good, it's safe and effective. That is not what all is, is in there. I'll jump this, it's just basic, simple genetics. So, process one versus two. At first in the trials, they all used number one. And, and then to a mass fax, all of us, it jumped over to right here. This here uses a clone DNA template in both Pfizer and Moderna. If, if you want to um, talk science, let's talk after. Next slide. So, April of this year, Kevin McTurnan put out this work. It took six months to um, reach 90,000 views. And he was told it's lab contamination, small sample size. So, his work has now been confirmed by scientists all over the world. Philip Buckholt, Sinley, Bridget Cohen. And earlier this month, Mark at the World Council for Health hosted a big discussion on this. Last week, Thursday, I put out this work. I wrote it, I 
did the um, um, work in the lab. I had help from Jessica Rose, Maria, Dave Fedweisman, and Kevin. And this was a massive team effort. Next slide. So we, in Ontario, gathered up Pfizer, Moderna, monovalent, bivalent, unopened vials, and two, a week ago, the brand new XBB booster. Next slide. So this here is the largest sample size ever looked at for this, and they all contain DNA plasmids. Pfizer is higher than Moderna, and these ones here are the X, XBB booster, and they're just as bad as everyone else out there. Therefore, I would not take them. So, what did I find? Well, all of the vaccines contain plasmids containing spike and, and ori. Well, why are they there? To cause things like cancer, to do things which vaccines shouldn't. And the more DNA found in the vaccines, the larger the adverse events. There are about 186 billion copies of DNA per dose. So you think PCR in your nose is big and an amplified cycle. Most of these amplify between 15 and 18. So there's billions in there. If, if we look at all of the DNA in that, it's up to 4,000 nanograms per dose. FDA cutoff is 10 nanograms per dose. So this is way higher. Of course, it's cause of the adverse events. Most of these are all fragmented, and these are inside the lipid nanoparticles. So there's not just mRNA in there. There's also plasma DNA. And two, I think there is a lot of RNA-DNA hybrids. Also, Pfizer did not inform Health Canada, FDA, or the EUA that SV40 was in that plasmid. Were they hiding something on purpose? Also, this whole spike in red here, if, if you transcribe going forward, it gives spike. If, if you do it reverse, it gives something no one knows what it is. Japan thinks it might cause some freon, but we don't know yet what this is. So, six hours after I shoved out my paper, Epoch Times put out this report on health about the DNA in the vaccines next slide. So they looked in August and Health Canada wrote this back to the Epoch Times. 
COVID-19 vaccines, Pfizer plasma does not contain sequences corresponding to SV40. Health Canada did not know this was e even in here. Next slide. A month or so later, they looked and found it was actually there and no one had looked. So, it is there, it is meant to have been told upon regulatory submission and was left out. This was also confirmed at the EUA where they subsequently looked, weren't told it, it was there. They looked and they go, oh yeah, it is actually here. So Pfizer duped Health Canada, FDA and, and the EUA. So who is liable? The regulatory did not see this on the plasma map. Pfizer gave them the um, sequence of, of this and did not tell them it was there. Doctors and pharmacists, of course, gave out things and jab people because it's safe and effective and it's just mRNA. So who is going to be liable for an illegal adulterated vaccine. So LNPs don't only contain mRNA, also RNA, DNA hybrids and plasma DNA. The um, new XBB 1.5 booster is just as bad as the rest of them. SVV40 is in the Pfizer shots and was not disclosed and it should have been. And therefore I and our team call for a stop to all vaccines. Until this is resolved, until the causes of this are resolved and the results of this are worked out. So this is alarming. We all know the, the thing is about to hit the fan. And lastly, this verse is dear to my heart because I've been silent most of the pandemic. And it's time for all of us, like in Esther, we've all been here, we've all learned things, we, we've all seen things. Stand up, say something, because our time has come. The area of champions is now. Laura Lynn. Thank you, Dr. Speaker. God bless you. We love you. <laughs> I just about kissed him. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just love that man. And uh, Dr. David Speaker is such an incredible, courageous person to actually do this research. And, you know, they, they need more funds to do these kinds of uh, research work that is helping Canadians to know the truth because we're not getting it, everyone. We're not getting it from our government. We're not getting it from our medical authorities. In spite of what Dr. David Speaker has found and reported on in Courageous, uh, Courageous Truth, and as well, we see you there in Rumble, and we, we love you in the chats right there, Dr. Speaker. Thank you very much for your service to this country. Thank you for outlining what, uh, what we need to know and getting the truth out there so that we are saved. The Word of God says, without knowledge, the people perish. Dr. David Speaker has been given a brilliant mind by God so that he can outline certain things so that we have knowledge, so that we are saved. And please go to his Substack, Courageous Truth, 
Dr. David Speaker. It's S-P-E-I-C-H-E-R for those of you that are on the podcast and cannot see the video. Uh, this is someone you need to follow. And by all means, would you support him? Would you support Dr. Byron Bridal, Dr. William Mackis, Dr. Trozy? And, you know, if possible, pay for the subscriptions to all of this great work that they put out on the Substack. You can bless them by giving them a, uh, you know, a, a paid subscription on there. But if you don't have the funds, make sure that you're notified and be following everything that they put out. Dr. David Speaker, we love you. We thank you. God bless you. Please keep doing the great work that you're doing with Dr. Byron Bridal. And uh, that was the doctor that so beautifully, so beautifully introduced you at the at the uh, start of your last segment, which was wonderful. And Dr. Byron Bridal and yourself, you doctors who have paid such a high price are true heroes to us. One more video uh, from Tucker Carlson on Canada's MAID program, M-A-I-D, which of course is assisted suicide. It is the scourge of Canada. Take a look. The government of Canada is killing Canadians, and not just a few, and not just the terminally ill. Over 50,000 so far. 50,000! Any organization that kills 50,000 people is a genocidal organization. Period. And I don't care how you dress it up. That's just a fact. That's like a bottom line on a chart. How many people have you killed? Oh, 50,000. Oh, you're not in the good guy category. Sorry, we can't. We're going to bring you up at The Hague, actually, where you should be. And now, under consideration, apparently next month is a plan to expand the made program the, the systematic killing of Canadians, not all of whom are terminally ill, many of whom are just sad because Canadian society has made them sad. They're going to expand that to children. And that's the point at which you have to say, I'm sorry. We're, we're not going to be polite anymore. You, can, you literally can't do that. And I don't care if someone, you don't need to be, by the way, a religious freak to think it's wrong for a government to kill people at scale. And I don't care, choice, they'll dress it up. No, it's totally evil, is the truth. Mm. Absolutely. Um, and so, thank God that he's speaking out about these things. It is really disturbing that Canada is uh, actually leading the way. It's showing the world how to assist people in taking their own lives. And it's giving options, and I'm, I'm very sad to say that I'm already experiencing this and that it's giving options for people in our own country and in my own life, knowing a friend who, because the option is there, it has become a topic because of a struggle that they're having, a, a health medical struggle that they're having, having is making them think that this is the best way out. And this is a lie. It's a demonic lie from the enemy. They want to give maid to those who are, you know, don't have funds available to them. They want to give maid to the mentally unhealthy. Um, they want to give maid to those who are in a bad way, in a depression that they may very well get over within a short period of time. But when you have that kind of option, you feel like you want to take your life. I remember a psychologist that I once interviewed basically saying that when he had depressed uh, clients, 
he would encourage them to just keep holding on when they wanted to take their lives. And he let them know something and he saw it over and over and over again. He saw that if they would just hang on, if they would just pray, if they would just wait, life completely turns around within a short period of time. Um, within any given point from here to now, if you're going through a rough time, you need to rest assured that within two years, life will look completely different. We don't know what tomorrow holds. And the best thing that we could do is trust God, stay true to his word that he will come through for you. My website is laurelin.tv. I'll be letting you go very quickly today. Um, we are helping another friend of mine. Her name is Tressa Lemke. She is starting a, uh, a new show called Talking with Tressa. And I'm going to have her on very soon and show you little clips of her show. So she's, she's starting up a talk show and uh, she's, um, you know, she's new to it all. So we've been assisting her today to do that. So we're going to let you go early, but we love you dearly. My website, laurelin.tv. Thank you very much for your support. Thank you for helping us to do what we do. Thank you for seeing the vision and for funding the war that we are in because without you we couldn't do this nobody is paying for this but our viewers and those that are understanding of the fight and the battle that we are up against when we present great events like the era of champions and we will have uh, dr bridal's uh, presentation actually coming up within the next few days but when we are um, able to do these kinds of events, able to do a daily show to tell you the truth so that you know what's going on. It is because we have the, the generosity of those that are watching us. So we thank you very, very much for that. It means the world. When you click on that donate button, you could make a one-time payment, uh, a, a one-time uh, donation to us, or you could become a monthly partner, which is really cool. And we appreciate sort of having that ability to know what's coming in per month. Otherwise it's, you know, it's sort of a nail biter here and there. But some of you have been so very, very kind to us. It's helped us. Sometimes we need new equipment, new equipment. You know, if a light suddenly goes out or, you know, God forbid the camera, the camera's working good right now, but any of this equipment you see around here that helps us to do a really quality show, if any of that goes, then, you know, suddenly we might be having to fork out the dollars to do that. And so it helps that you're supporting us. We love you. We appreciate you. I also just appreciated so much being at the event last uh, two nights ago and seeing all of you wonderful people who, you know, just reached out, gave me a big hug. I was wearing a big white coat too, and I got lots of special hugs from that. So thank you very much. I also want to do one final plug for Dr. Uh, Speaker's uh, Substack, please. Courageous Truth, that's the way that you find it. Speaker, S-P-E-I-C-H-E-R. DNA fragments detected in monovalent and bivalent Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines. That's what he has uh, taken his own efforts and brilliance and expertise to uncover what we need to know. So the bottom line is, everybody, be safe. Don't listen to Dr. Bonnie Henry or Dr. Teresa Tam telling you what is safe and effective and follow your heart. Be vocal, speak out, tell the truth. Save the world, everyone. So Psalms 118 says this, it is better to take refuge in the Lord 
than to trust in humans. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord I cut them down. They surrounded me on every side, but in the name of the Lord I cut them down. They swarmed around me like bees, but they were consumed as quickly as burning thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them down. This is an absolutely fascinating passage because it shows the power that God gave to, to King David. David, the one who slew Goliath. David was given a huge empowerment from God that he would be able to take a giant down. But long after he had, this is Psalms 118. Long after David had grown up, because David was a very young man when he took out Goliath. That was only preparation time so that he would slay further giants in his life, so that he would take out the enemy in the name of the Lord. They were consumed as burning thorns in the name of the Lord. I cut them down. You know, on this earth, God uses us. He becomes God in the flesh through us in a way. He, he by the power of the Holy Spirit, he, he empowers us to take out the enemy, to speak back to the enemy that is trying to take our lives, to become prophetic in our voice. What you say matters. If you have a situation or something coming up against you that is harmful or hurtful, speak to it in the name of the Lord. Cut it down in the name of the Lord. Do not let that situation, that harm, that hurt take you out. It is so important that you understand the power, the gifting, the calling that God has given you, the destiny. Because just like Dr. David Speaker, perhaps you as well are a David in the spirit. Perhaps you are an Esther. Perhaps you are a Ruth or a Naomi. Perhaps you are like the Queen of Sheba who saw that it was all magnificent. Perhaps you are like Paul the Apostle who, although he was in the error of his ways for a season in his life, he had the road to Damascus and he was able to see the light and it changed him forever. Paul the Apostle, one of the, the most prolific writers of, of this word in the New Testament, I think he wrote a majority of it. And the sad thing is, is that he spent a part of his life believing that his job was to persecute the church. We're kind of back there now, like Tucker talked about today. They're trying to destroy us. They're trying to take away our voice. They're trying to minimize our calling. We cannot let that happen. Be vocal about your faith because God will come through for us. God is going to take care of our political problems in North America. God is going to take care of Trudeau. God is going to take care of Joe Biden. God is going to have his way in these nations because he is unstoppable. He is omniscient, omnipotent, all powerful. He cannot be silenced by any man and his power cannot be taken away by any man or demon. He is all encompassing and perfect. If we put our hope in him, we will not be defeated. This is not the end for us, Canada. When I saw thousands and thousands of people gathered in, of all places, NDP Edmonton, I had hope a couple nights ago. Everything's going to be A-OK. -okay. Trust God. See you tomorrow, everyone. God bless.
You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.